Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to continue talking about why I feel like that we are already in the Civil War, the internal revolution. Let me refresh your memory in case we have someone that is listening for the first time. As you recall, the angel Gabriel spoke to Dimitri Dudeman and told him the future of America, and he said the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. That's what we're talking about today. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day. Now, I learned of that in February of 1987. Dimitri was first told that in 1980 that the, this message was coming, but the total message was delivered in 1984. Now, assuming that God is giving America 40 years to repent like he gave Nineveh, and that's probably a good assumption, if that's true, and if the message was first given in 1980, and it was, then that means that as someone living in 2018, we may be only a year or two or three. Again, I'm not trying to set a date. Please do not say that I said the fall of America is in 20, 2021, any place in there. I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I am trying to say is if we don't stand in the gap, if we don't do some major things to stop this judgment, it is going to arrive and it could arrive here in only a few years. That's the point that I'm trying to make today, and I've got a lot of good reasons to say that. I believe today that America has a great divide. I have seen that Christians, many of them, have become closer to Jesus, whereas sinners have fallen further away. Let me say it again. Christians seem to have come closer to Jesus, many of them, not all of them, whereas sinners in mass have gotten further away, more of the heart of the devil, more anger. Now, let me give you an example here. Toby Mack was just on Fox News, which, by the way, I want to say I love Fox News. I watch Fox News several hours a day. They are, in my opinion, the best, the most accurate place to get your news, at least on the TV. Anyway, he was on Toby Mack. And he sang a song, and I've loved Toby Mack, and I didn't know he was this much of a Christian, but I want to read a couple of lines of a song that he just has put out. He says, yeah, I just need you. And he's talking about Jesus, talking about God. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Those are words straight out of Psalm 23. Now, I know you already know that, but the point is, when a singer in America can be popular and quoting almost a whole verse from the Bible, that's a good thing. That's my point to say that there are some people that are getting closer to God. This was a, a tweet from someone called Sandy. She says, all ages coming together now. Thank God. Yes, many of us have been red-pilled for decades parenthesis, even before the Matrix movie, and prayed, deliver us from evil. We are seeing Second Chronicles 7.14 being played out before our eyes. And Second Chronicles 7.14 is talking about, if my people called by name, my, my name, shall humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. And my point is, 
that many people are close to God. They're getting closer to Jesus. However, the point of this broadcast is to try to show you just how many are also getting angry. I mean, really angry. I mean, I'm going to say that based upon what I'm about to show you, it appears to me over the next few months, maybe by the end of the year, we could start seeing bloodshed in America. I'm talking about fistfights. I'm talking about bullets flying because the Civil War is getting hotter and hotter. For example, we have the Deputy Director of the Department of Justice just yesterday refusing to give evidence on their plan to destroy Trump in his campaign or presidency. And he will not give it up. And they're going to some great links, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, if you want that, go to Fox News. But I'm, he, he goes to some great links trying to get one of the top cops. Well, you might say this is the number two cop. Number two cop in America, in terms of the Department of Justice, number two guy there. He refuses to give it up. Listen to Jim Jordan talking to him. Why are you keeping information from Congress? Congressman, I am not keeping any information from Congress that it's appropriate. In a few for minutes, Mr. Rosenstein, I think the House of Representatives is going to say something different. I don't agree with you, Congressman. I don't believe that's what they're going to say. And if they do, they'll you be mistaken. I disagree, but I think, I think in a few minutes, the House of Representatives is going to go on record saying you haven't complied with requests from a separate and equal branch of government, that you haven't complied with subpoenas, and you got seven days to get your act together. I think that's what's going to happen in a few And that's, just not, that's not Jim Jordan. I think that's the house, I think that's a majority of the House of Representatives in just a few minutes. I think that's going to happen, and I want to know why you won't give us what we've asked for, sir. I certainly hope that uh, your colleagues are not under that impression. That is not accurate, sir. And you it can... is accurate. We have caught you hiding. Mr. Chairman, can we Mr. allow Mr. the witness to answer? Again, I'm not going to get into all of this news stuff. I mean, that's what prophecy. That's not what Prophecy Club is about. We are about Bible prophecy. But what I'm trying to show you is many of the things that are happening in our news today are fulfilling Bible prophecy. As America continues to fall and moves headlong into a civil war, into the internal revolution that I heard about in February of 1987. It looks like this was really a setup against Trump. Because as soon as Jeff Sessions was appointed director of the Department of Justice, he immediately recused himself from the Russia investigation. Here is Ron DeSantis asking Rod Rosenstein why he also has not recused himself. You appointed Mueller. You're supervising Mueller. Um, and it's supposedly about collusion between Trump's campaign in Russia and obstruction of justice. But you wrote the memo saying that Comey should be fired. And you signed the FISA extension for Carter Page. So my question is to you, seems like you should be recused from this more so than Jeff Session, just because you were involved in making decisions affecting both prongs of this investigation. Why haven't you done that? Congressman, I, I can assure you that uh, it were appropriate for me to recuse I'd be more than happy uh, to do so and let somebody else handle this, but it's my responsibility to do it, and uh, all I can well, tell how you, does sir, it Then how do you have obstruction of justice possibility for a president exercising his powers to fire an FBI director that you said should be fired? And, oh, by the way, the IG report makes it clear Jim Comey should have been fired. So why are we still doing this with the Mueller probe? Sir, I am not commenting on what is under investigation by the Mueller probe, and to the best of my knowledge, neither is Mr. Mueller. 
So he is flat refusing to give it up. Here is Trey Gowdy talking to Rod Rosenstein, telling him to finish up his investigation. I love it. Russia attacked this country. They should be the target. But Russia isn't being hurt by this investigation right now. We are. This country is being hurt by it. We are being divided. We've seen the bias. We've seen the bias. We need to see the evidence. If you have evidence of wrongdoing by any member of the Trump campaign, present it to the damn grand jury. If you have evidence that this president acted inappropriately, present it to the American people. Uh, There's an old saying that justice delayed is justice denied. I think right now all of us are being denied. Whatever you got, finish it the hell up because this country is being torn apart. I think I'm making a very important and powerful point that America is, not going to, is in a civil war, is in an internal revolution, which is in the process of heating up. Again, bullets haven't flown. Fists haven't hit. There's not this side lining up against this side yet. Now, yes, they're trying to do that. They're, look, there are evil people in high places that are actually trying to bring this nation down. We'll get to that in just a second. Let me tell you about an instance that happened. So this was in 1999. Our ministry at this time was very large, 80 radio stations, 25 TV stations. Didn't know it at the time, but we were the number two prophecy ministry in America at that point. And the local Topeka newspaper called to interview me. They would talk to me about Y2K. And they slipped in the phone conversation setting it up. And I didn't really understand it at the time. But they said, yeah, well, we were told to interview people about Y2K. I don't remember exactly how they said it. But I was led to believe that there is some kind of shadow organization that tells the newspaper and the radio and the TV news reporting organizations the things to report on, the different topics to cover. Topics we cover, topics we don't. Incidents we cover, incidents we don't. In other words, they listen to a central source telling them what to do, telling what to say and say not. Now, I say that because all of a sudden, Here over the last few weeks, there has been a call from many different organizations. This is my point I'm trying to say. Many different organizations all saying the same two words. And those words are abolish ICE. Abolish ICE. You cannot accidentally get so many people all saying the same two words unless there is, in fact, a shadow news organization, a shadow organization telling, commanding, guiding, and directing our news outlets what they should be talking on. Here's a clip of it talking about communists and their call to abolish ICE. I think there's no question that we've got to critically re-examine ICE and its role and the way that it is being administered and the work it is doing, and we need to probably think about starting from scratch. I think we need to abolish ICE. That seems really clear. They have strayed so far from the interests of the American people and the interests of humanity. Uh, we We need to abolish it. Eliminating ICE. 
for instance, and President yes. Trump. Yes. ICE isn't doing what it was created to do. It's being used as his own personal uh, police force. And in those actions, it's actually making us uh, less safe. So Fox News had the director of ICE on this morning, and this is what he said about the call to abolish ICE. Law enforcement, they should be respected. These men and women run toward danger when everybody else is running away. And that's why I've been sickened the last couple of months about the attack on ICE officers. Also, American heroes that strap a gun to their hip every day are being vilified by members of Congress and the media. Yesterday was an example of what law enforcement officers step on that line and put themselves at risk. So they should be respecting law enforcement across the board rather than vilifying them. This protest yesterday, they were protesting about family separations on the border. ICE doesn't separate families on the border. That's the Border Patrol. An illegal alien and they're with a child, you're going to be separated. The same thing happens to U.S. citizens all across this country. When you arrest a parent and you put them in jail, many times that child has to go to Child Protective Services if there's no one there to protect them. They want better rules for illegal alien families than we have for U.S. citizen families. If the American public wants to know who to blame for family separations, the first people they need to blame is Congress. We went up to the Hill several months ago and told them what the loopholes were about the Florida Settlement Agreement. We said, you can fix this. If we can fix the Florida Settlement Agreement, we can keep the, the families together in a family facility till they see a judge. But they failed to fix it. They don't want to fix it, so we're doing operation on the border what Congress failed to do. So if a member of Congress are upset about family separations, they need to look in the mirror because they, they, they failed their job on fixing it. ICE has strayed so far from its mission. It's frankly a terrorist uh, organization of its own is legislation on the floor of Congress regarding the abolishment of ICE. I do think that a lot of this legislation points to the America that we want to, to, to have. We'll be right back after this message. The extreme summer blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each. 25 for 160 that's 640 each. 15 for 120 that's 8 bucks each. 10 for 100 obviously $10 each. 6 for 70 4 for 50 and 2 for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog. Or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112, and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. And now, back to the program. I believe you should get rid of it, start over, reimagine it, and build something that actually works. ICE took 5,000 criminal aliens off the street in New York that walked out of her sanctuary jails that she supports. She needs to meet with the sheriffs on the northern border about the, the millions of dollars in resources ICE has spent on the northern border of New York to shut down the opioid crisis and, and the cross-border crime. These people want to make a judgment about ICE. We are enforcing the laws that they enacted. So you have a congressman or senator saying, abolish ICE because they're too effective. We're out doing our sworn oath, enforcing the laws that they enacted, and they're going to vilify us for doing it. The Coast Guard is having trouble in California working with local law enforcement because they're part of DHS. So it's not about abolishing ICE. HSI, they're, they're frustrated. They want to do their job, but sanctuary cities won't operate with them or work with them. Oh. So they think if they move out and get out from under that ICE moniker, that they'll be able to work better. Mm -hmm. I think that's wrong. I think what we need to do is fix the sanctuary cities and outlaw sanctuary cities that are a danger to the American people. And as far as these senators and congressmen vilifying ICE and the Border Patrol, as you said, sir, go strap a gun to your hip, stand on that 
trail at 3 o'clock in the morning in total dark, just waiting at someone to come down that trail to meet you. You don't know if they're an illegal alien or a heavily armed drug trafficker. Then badmouth the Border Patrol or ICE agent. This president has done more for border security and public safety than the six presidents I work for. I wish there was this much outrage about angel moms that their children were killed by illegal aliens and they're separated forever. I didn't hear any outrage from these congressmen. But when we start separating illegal aliens, there's an outrage. Now, before we get too much into these comments, let me tie this together with Bible prophecy. Let's go to three verses. First of all, we'll start at Daniel chapter 7, verse 4. Now, this is talking about the governments at the end of time. It says the first was like a lion, that's England, had had eagle's wings. Of course, America came mostly out of England. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, meaning that America will fall. Then we jump to Revelation 13.1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. This is a world government rising up out of the people, having seven heads, that's seven continents, and ten horns means they divide the seven continents into ten global regions, and upon his horns ten crowns, meaning each global region has a ruler, and they have rulership, meaning the crown, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy, they all blaspheme, they all attack God, And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, that's the Muslims. His feet were as the feet of a bear, that's the Russians. His mouth as the mouth of the lion, that's England. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. So what's missing? Well, that's the point. What is missing? There's no eagle's wings. So we see the same four beasts in Daniel chapter 4, the verses 4, 5, and 6. However... We don't see the eagle's wings in Revelation 13.1, which is the forming of the world government, meaning that America falls before she forms a world government, before she can go into a world government. Now, you remember yesterday we talked about how Sarah Sanders was asked to leave the Red Hen restaurant simply because she worked for the president, Donald Trump. Well, Fox News just had her dad on, Governor Huckabee, and he told more of the story. A a couple of very important comments here. If we go back to Mayberry RFD, you'd start hearing Gomer Pyle yell, citizens arrest, citizens arrest. What you're almost asking people to do is intervene. When this becomes personal and people take it away from the public venues of a town hall or a speech in public at a university campus, and they start taking it to people's homes, And they start making it so that a person like Pam Bondi can't go see a Mr. Rogers movie or so that my daughter can't even go and even get to the appetizer because the moment she gets there, the manager tosses her out and tells her to leave. That's the kind of thing we saw at lunch counters in the 60s. The manager made it clear that she wanted her to to exit the restaurant. She did it quietly and she did it politely. That's the way Southern women do things. They don't disrespect others. As my mother used to say when we did something that was not very nice, were you raised by wolves? And I look around and I realize there are some people in this country who, yes, seem to have been raised by wolves rather than mothers and fathers who taught them good manners. I understand she has a secret service detail. I think she needs it in light of Peter Fonda's comments when he said he hoped someone would break into her home and kidnap her children. Peter Fonda ought to be in jail tonight. And I mean that sincerely. The man ought to be in jail for having said that kind of thing. For Republicans, every day is the 4th of July. For Democrats, 
Every day is Halloween. America will get to decide whose message do they want to follow. The celebration of freedom or throwing eggs at people's homes. And here's a citizen saying that one of his neighbors is leaving him bad notes because he's a Trump supporter. Morgan Casper found a hateful note on his porch condemning his support of Trump. I love bringing in regular people who have to deal with this in their lives. So the person who left the note kept returning. So Morgan confronted her with a camera. Great job to find out why she was targeting him. There was Bernie Sanders posters everywhere and Hillary posters everywhere. So I was like, why not? I'm just going to put a Trump sign up. It seems like she didn't like that. And I got hateful notes left on my port. Ah, they were just like, you're racist, you're terrible, so just because I'm a Trump supporter. And here's an example of how bad it's getting on campuses. The comedian Jerry Seinfeld is about to tell you that he doesn't go to campuses anymore. Why? Because of all the political correctness. I don't play colleges, but I hear a lot of people tell me, don't go near colleges. They're so PC. They just want to use these words. That's racist. That's sexist. That's prejudice. They don't even know what they're talking about. And I'm going to have this be our final clip today. However, this is a story about how in Seattle they are losing their police officers. The police officers are quitting and going to outlying towns because they don't want to be around all of the PC, all of the council members that are saying bad things about the police officers. You think our nation is not falling apart when police officers quit their jobs because they can't do their jobs? We're in trouble, brothers and sisters. We're in trouble. The number of Seattle police officers have practically stayed the same as it was in the 1970s, but now a bigger problem. I've never seen the number of officers who are leaving and the way they're leaving. The Seattle Police Department says since the beginning of this year, 41 officers have left the force. 20 of those officers left Seattle for other departments, which is unusual, saying the morale has never been so low. They don't feel appreciated. I've never seen anything like this in my life. The police union calling it a mass exodus, something it says will have a direct impact on public safety. Less officers on the street is less safe for the citizens. When you have an officer that you've invested all this money in, you put them through the academy, and then they're leaving for Tacoma and Olympia and Pierce County and Snohomish County. So why is this happening? You have many city council who are coming out with negative comments about the police. They say council members Mike O'Brien and Shama Sawant have been very critical of the police department, with Sawant even calling two officers murderers soon after an officer-involved shooting. Rich O'Neill says officers are afraid to do their jobs, especially when it comes to low-level crimes. It's been told from the start that it's not a priority. The homeless issue also brings car prowls, break-ins, the open-air drug markets, needles all over the ground. It's worse than I've ever seen it. Car prowls, break-ins, the open-air drug markets, needles all over the ground. It's worse than I've ever seen it. Politics is what's causing officers to walk away from Seattle for good. I've never seen the city in the condition that it's in. I've never seen the city in the condition that it's in. It's because it's been allowed from all levels. So in case you're thinking, well, Stan, you're just saying all of this bad news or you're just saying all this. Well, you know, I try not to give you my opinion too much. And today I gave you nine different clips, nine different instances that say that America is in a great deal of trouble. Civil war heading to an internal revolution. Terry Bennett was told what the United States is going to go through is civil conflict, civil war, then invasion. 
Then Patricia Green was told, I saw people killing people with guns, and the Holy Spirit said that martial law would replace the civil law of the land. The imposition of martial law would mean that the suspension of civil rights and civil law would be replaced with military authority. There would be curfews, roadblocks, and checkpoints to maintain order and control. Now, I can remember thinking that that was probably going to happen with Obama, where the bad guys in the chair and the people on the street, the good guys, are the ones (laughs) that are causing the problems. But now we see it reversed. We see the good guy in the presidency and the people on the street may be about to start this internal revolution. Shane Warren, in his DVD called The Storm, Judgment, and Revival, available at prophecyclub.com or watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. This was October 5th, 2012. He said that the 400-year judgment cycle brings America's judgment arriving in 2020. In other words, from the Mayflower Compact, 1620, add 400 years, would mean that America's judgment would arrive in 2020. I didn't say that. Shane Warren said that. So here we are, what, a uh, a year and a half away from possible judgment, if he's correct. Shane Warren also said the devaluing of our dollar cause major rioting in the streets, looting with signs saying, I want my entitlements. But when the checks from the government stop coming, the violence will ensue. Now, I've given you 11 reasons why I think the internal revolution has started. I think that everyone that questions whether Dimitri Dudeman was really hearing from God, they got to throw that out the window. Everybody has to realize that this was God talking, that America is in trouble. I want to think that we can stand in the gap, which, by the way, if you're not a member of Fast Track, go to prophecyclub.com and sign up and be a member. I never ask for donations. I never send product offers to my precious Fast Track team. Each Tuesday, I personally send out an email to my list. Last time I checked, there was 715 people on it. Doesn't mean you have to pray. If you're out of town or something like that, you don't have to pray. It's just a prayer request. But what I request is that from Tuesday evening midnight to Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m., whatever time zone you're in, that you fast doing the kind of fast we ask, which is typically, you can still have juice, coffee, things like that. We just ask you to stay away from food till 4 p.m. And I send you the prayer that we ask you to pray for. And we ask you not to be muddying the water and praying for all sorts of different things and different ministries on that day during that time. We ask you to primarily pray just for the things that we ask you to pray for. You can quit any time you want to. Is not about money. This is about unifying, because the Bible says that wherever two or more agree is touching any one thing, it will be given them. The Bible says that one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand to flight, meaning you're probably praying this same prayer anyway, but by joining the Fast Track team, your prayers can count for much more because you'll be praying in agreement with your other brothers and sisters. Fast Track Team, prophecyclub.com. Also, it's summer. If God has blessed you, my, 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 
we would certainly appreciate the help. Here it is Friday. I don't think we had the money for payroll today. So if God has blessed you, you can help us. Now would be a really, really good time if you could help us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each, 25 for $160, that's $640 each, 15 for $120, that's 8 bucks each, 10 for 100 obviously $10 each, 6 for 70 4 for 50 and 2 for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog. Or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112, and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. We just launched watchprophecyclub.com. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.